Hello, and welcome to Business Talk, brought to you by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. Hi, I'm Chris Kellogg from the Kellogg Crew Morning Show on 94.7 WMAS, and I'd like to introduce our host of this week's Business Talk. He's editor and associate publisher of Business West. Here is George O'Brien. Okay, welcome everyone to another episode of Business Talk. Uh, We have a great show for you today. We'll get to it in just a minute. First, we need to hear a message from our sponsor, People's Bank. Thank you for listening to the Business Talk podcast, sponsored by People's Bank, bringing you the best in business experts, entrepreneurs, and evangelists. Make Business Talk your innovation break for ideas and inspiration. People's Bank, where commercial banking can fuel your growth and make work life easier. Member FDIC, DIF Equal Housing Lender. Bank at peoples.com slash business. Okay, we are back, and as promised, we have a great show for you today. We have with us Michelle Shute. She is the president of Greenfield Community College. Michelle, how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me, George. Well, thanks for being with us today. We have a lot to talk about, but specifically the concept of free community college that has been making its way through the rounds recently, a proposal from the governor, other proposals from the Senate president. Uh, this has been talked about in this state and other states for a long time, and now we've got some actual proposals on the table. We want to talk about it, uh, what it means for the state, what it means for our region, what it means for the community colleges, what it means for everyone. And we'll get to that in just a minute. But first, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. You are, let's call it, the relatively new president of Greenfield Community College. You came on board last fall. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you came to Greenfield. That's all true, George. I, um, I'm most recently from the state of Idaho, um, where I was serving as a vice president for the past seven years. Um, I, my background comes up out of student affairs. Um, I have a master's in uh, English education, a master's in social responsibility, and my PhD is from Colorado State in um, education and human resources. And uh, as I was looking, I was doing a national search for a presidency. And when I first came across Greenfield Community College's um, prospectus and read their core uh, core beliefs. I just I felt immediate an immediate connection that those were some of the same words that I used to describe myself. And so I was really excited at the opportunity to apply. And from there, um, even from my first Zoom meeting, uh, Zoom interview, I uh, very quickly felt that folks really cared about their students and. Mm-hmm. That's something that even over Zoom was um, was easily projected. And through my time in the interview process and now my time on campus, I can tell you that that, that is genuine. People do care about these students and want the very best for them um, and, and want to make our, our entire region better uh, through education. So it's a great okay. place to be. Well, great to have you on board. It is a unique school and a unique, unique setting uh, up there in Greenfield. And uh, Happy to have you here. So let's move right along to this concept of free community college. Uh, this is something that has been tried in other states. Uh, we can talk about that in a couple of minutes. Uh, community college is not expensive, at least when compared to private universities uh, and public universities these days as well. Um, but it is not free at the moment, and it is still a, a hindrance to, to some people uh, to take their lives in, in a different direction and, and to work toward a career. Start by talking about the impact you think community college will have on those who might be on the fence about whether they should go to school or can go to school or can pursue a specific career. 
Absolutely. So community college offers a really unique perspective to to higher education. Um, As you pointed out, it is much more affordable. Uh, We also offer uh, much lower faculty to staff ratios, specifically here at Greenfield, we're at 11 to 1. um, And that provides a personalized education that many folks aren't able to receive at larger institutions. And so, um, you know, in addition, we also have great flexibility with our course offerings. About uh, 52, 53% of our courses are currently being offered online. And so for folks who um, maybe have other commitments like jobs or dependents, they have the opportunity to take many courses online and not have to come to campus. But for those who want that sort of interaction and connection with others, uh, we are offering a whole host of other courses online or additional courses online. And so that high flexibility in, um, in collaboration with a low price point and a high touch experience really sets folks up for success. And so that's, um, those are some of the great advantages to a community college start for many people who are, are considering higher education. The proposal from the governor is called Mass Reconnect, and um, I want to focus on that second word in there, that's reconnect, uh, assuming that there may have been a connection at first with a lot of these students, and uh, maybe they had to drop out for one reason or another, so they would be reconnecting. But this is targeting not necessarily the traditional students, but the non-traditional students, those who are 25 and older and have some college background. Do I have that right? They don't necessarily have to have had some college background, but right. um, but many of them likely will. So we know that there are 1.8 million people in the state of Massachusetts who would qualify for Mass Reconnect as it's currently proposed right now. Um, and of those, over almost 700,000 have some college credits. Okay. And so you're exactly right. They've hit some sort of hiccup. And um, we look at those potential students as uh, a great opportunity to get them back to campus and help understand, um, have them help us understand what sort of um, barriers might have fallen in place to prevent them from finishing and help them get to the finish line. Okay. So how many people are we talking about here? How many people fall in this category, perhaps at, at, at Greenfield or at Greenfield Community College right now? We know of our current population, we have about 1,400 students right now, and 189 would qualify for Mass Reconnect, again, as it is proposed. Um, And so while that may not seem like a tremendous amount of people, we have to remember that there may be a whole lot more in our region that would qualify and would consider coming back if college were free. So we're hopeful by that number, um, knowing that, you know, nearly 200 people could qualify and, you know, there are certainly many, many more in our community that fall into the eligibility of, of the current proposal. Mm-hmm. Now, this is based on a model, I believe it's from Michigan. It is. Another one from Tennessee. Can you mm-hmm. talk about, I know it's probably still early, but we may have some results from those states that you can share with us as to what exactly this has done in terms of bringing people back to school or to school for the first time. Yes. So Michigan in particular has seen an increase in uh, the number of community college students enrolling, and they've also seen an increase in the number of community college students completing 
um, very specifically around this population of over 25. So if the Michigan results are, um, are going to set us up for success, we know that you know, they're already seeing it and we can only be hopeful that Massachusetts will see the same. Okay, you're listening to Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. We're talking with Michelle Shute. She is the president of Greenfield Community College. Uh, we're talking about uh, free community college and proposals from the governor called Mass Reconnect and others. Um, let's talk about this from the perspective of the region and its economy. We, we, we know that there is a workforce crisis that is still ongoing. But we also know that the economy is robust. Uh, when the economy is robust, uh, this is not a good time for community colleges traditionally, and you know this firsthand. Uh, so we've got a, a proposal for free community college at a time when a lot of people almost, I don't want to say anybody who wants a job could have a job, but we're certainly seeing very low unemployment. Uh, is this the time to be doing something like this? I think we can all agree that we want folks to have family sustainable wages. And for many people, family sustainable wages come through education or upskilling. And so in some ways, this time couldn't be better. Yes, you're correct. Most people who want a job have a job. But we have to ask ourselves, is it the job that they really want to have? Um, are they achieving their financial goals for their families? Um, and so, you know, if the answer to that is, is no or not yet, we may be the partner that they need to enhance their skill set and elevate their, their households to a point of sustainability um, through increased, in, increased earnings. Mm -hmm. And are there specific areas that you think we might see people gravitate towards? Uh, I know healthcare. There's usually not a shortage of people who want to get into healthcare programs, and there are people who can afford to pay for them. Uh, there might be some other programs uh, where we might see an increase in enrollment. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so healthcare is a good one to point out, George. Thank you. Um, we do have spots available in most really? of our health programs. So, you know, COVID was a, a tough time for healthcare providers, and con uh, consequently, you know, there's some hesitation about going into healthcare when the need couldn't be greater. And so there are opportunities for folks to go into healthcare uh, at GCC. We're also looking at some of the trades as possible future programs here at GCC. Um, and we're talking to employers about what it is that they need. And then we're also always going to provide um, the core liberal arts transfer degree. So if someone wants to transfer to one of our four-year partners, uh, we're a great first stop uh, to ensure that they get their gen eds and are on the pathway to um, to a transfer um, opportunity that will provide them, you know, a quick and an easy, seamless transition. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about what uh, this might mean for the community colleges. Uh, you've been at um, Greenfield for only eight months, but that's certainly... Um, long enough to know. These have been a, a difficult several years for our region's community college. Even before COVID uh, enrollment was declining, uh, we're seeing 
smaller high school graduating classes. Obviously, I mentioned earlier the uh, robust economy. It has been a good economy for many years. Now, these are not factors that contribute to uh, solid enrollment at community colleges. So enrollment has been going down. What, what would this mean for the schools? The four in this can... area. Yeah, I think, you know, the opportunity is definitely there to enhance our, our enrollment. Again, looking at our populations over 25, many folks over 25 have a lot of complicating factors to their lives, whether that be, you know, work or dependent care or mortgages or other obligations that keep them from leaping into a four-year institution. And so they may be looking for sort of a fast track towards a, a better future. And that's where community colleges can really step in and assist with that, um, that leverage. And so we look at this, um, you're exactly right, right? The demographics are changing. The high school classes are smaller. We know we're headed towards an enrollment cliff in this country in 2025 with one of the smallest birth rates um, for that, that year of graduates. Um, but again, there are a lot of folks out there over the age of 25 who either never pursued higher education or pursued it and didn't complete it. And um, this is a great opportunity to hit the reset button um, and consider completing their educations. Mm -hmm. And beyond the community college, I'm assuming that this would uh, be a benefit to the other colleges in this area. And there are many of them. They are struggling I'd like to believe enrollment so, yes. as well, right? Yes. Be, uh, what you what know, percentages it, of your students move on and, and transfer to other schools? It is not a significant, um, significant number. Um, vast majority of community college students indicate that they want to transfer, but, but mm -hmm. at the time of actual transfer, it is relatively low nationally. Um, and that's something we need to work on. We need to make sure mm -hmm. um, transfer pathways are very clear, that folks understand the financial obligations of transfer. And, you know, the way currently federal financial aid is structured, a person only has so much eligibility for federal financial aid over the time, mm -hmm. over their lifetime. And so if Mass Reconnect is able to assist with offsetting the cost of those first two years, we may open doors for our four-year partners so that students can afford to continue into bachelor's mm -hmm. degrees and beyond because they're, they have the financial aid eligibility to do so. You mentioned the uh, the challenges that those over 25 face. Uh, I don't want to keep asking you for numbers, but I assume that there's a good percentage of your students, uh, not just your students, students at other community college, but that start but don't finish. Uh, life gets in the way. Uh, yes. Children, uh, they need to go to work. Uh, sometimes they're working a couple of jobs. Um, home, family, uh, all these things combined, and then eventually something's got to give. Uh, very often it's community college or, or college in general. So uh, what is the potential of this program to, to just help more people finish? And I know that that's been another priority, not just for the community college, but the state school as well, not just get people into college, but get them through. Absolutely. And, you know, GCC has one of the highest graduation rates in the Commonwealth for the community colleges, but it's still only around 25% of our students who graduate. And that's something that weighs heavily on me, particularly if they take on, if the students take on debt to 
um, to earn their college credits and yet they don't finish. So now they have the additional burden, if you will, to trying to deal with all of the life factors that we all face every day, but then they also have student debt and no degree. And so, you know, we have to think about this as it relates to ensuring that we're setting students up for success. And that's really where Mass Reconnect um, will assist us uh, in order to be able to help students um, be set up for success, see a clear pathway to graduation, and then again, plan for their futures, which may or may not be um, additional higher education. But taking care of that first two years is big um, because if we know if students are able to successfully complete in a timely manner, they are more likely to go on for further education. Is there a downside to, to any of this? I mean, with, with something oh. is free, people will say, yeah, sure, I'll go to community college. And then one semester in, if it doesn't work out, then, then they're not staying in. If, if there was a cost attached to it, the thought process is that they would be more value attached to it and, and probably, you know, uh, a more determination on the part of the individual to get their money's worth, if you will. Now it's free. I understand that argument. Um, I think, you know, I think there's, there may be some value in setting this up for folks over 25. Um, not to say that there aren't a whole lot of very determined 17 and 18 year olds out there, but, you know, some of us mature in different ways and, and prioritize different things at different times in our lives. And this may be uh, the right time for someone over 25 to really be able to align their life with success. And so, um, you know, I'm, I am confident that this is going to have great outcomes um, with the state for the state, should it be passed. Okay. And what are we hearing out there? This is Massachusetts, so it's nothing yet. Okay. Nothing right. yet. We hear a lot of, a lot of hype um, and a lot of excitement, but we've not heard a whole lot of, um, of actual progress yet. It still needs to work its way through the House and the Senate. All right. Well, let's see what happens with that. Uh, thank you very much for coming on today and, and shedding some light on a subject that, that everyone's talking about these days. So thank you again. Thank you, George. Okay. And thank you to all of you for listening. This has been another episode of Business Talk, a podcast presented by Business West and sponsored by People's Bank. I'm George O'Brien, the editor of Business West. We'll see you next time.